and I'll try to answer it by the end of the webinar. If you have questions that you think of later or didn't get a chance to ask, feel free to email them to me at drturkle at turklemd.com. And this uh, webinar will eventually be posted to our website at turklemd.com if you'd like to review it or share it. Um, basically, uh, liposuction is one of the most popular procedures, and it serves to slim and reshape specific areas of the body by getting rid of those little fatty deposits that we cannot get rid of with diet and exercise. It helps to improve the contour and proportion, and in most cases helps to enhance the self-image. Uh, it is absolutely not a substitute for diet and exercise. Um, it is not a weight loss solution. It doesn't treat cellulite. We do have other methods to treat cellulite. It can be performed in conjunction with lots of other procedures, uh, classically with tummy tuck, hernia repair, facelift, etc. cetera. Uh, according to the 2014 American Society of Plastic Surgery Statistics, there were about 210,000 uh, liposuction procedures performed in the U.S. last year. Uh, the ideal liposuction candidate is somebody that's within probably 20 pounds of their ideal weight that have firm, elastic skin and good muscle tone. Um, basically, when you take the fat out, you need skin that's going to snap back. Uh, this person ideally doesn't have any medical condition that would impair healing or make them a bad surgical candidate from a health perspective. Um, Areas that can be treated with liposuction, again, are kind of in the green areas here. Uh, again, backs of arms certainly can be treated, but you have to be very careful. If it's mostly loose skin, taking the fat out will make that more loose, so you're going to have to kind of be careful uh, with that area. Same thing here, showing the breasts on a male. Uh, oftentimes, you can remove the fatty tissue, but if there's a dense core of breast tissue underneath, that may not be an adequate treatment for the male breast enlargement condition called gynecomastia. So sometimes an excision of that core of breast tissue may become necessary too. Um, but these are showing uh, several areas where liposuction is commonly performed. Um, thighs, the hips, um, you have to be a little careful on the buttocks again because if you take too much fat out of the uh, buttocks they do look a little saggy so you have to kind of think of it as more sculpting and kind of work small areas. Uh, certainly the abdomen and waist, uh, upper arms, back, knees, chest, uh, chin and neck. Um, anymore we don't uh, advocate taking out a lot of fat out of cheeks simply because uh, usually by the time you hit 40 you're kind of wishing that was there. Uh, so you tend not to want to defat the cheeks too much. And certainly calves and ankles which are not common areas but you can certainly make big differences for people in those areas. Um, lots and lots of different liposuction techniques are out there. Traditional, where we go to the operating room, um, perform a general anesthetic, infiltrate the areas with a uh, saline solution, usually with a little epinephrine and um, lidocaine in it, and then suction the areas out with a cannula that has a little hole on the side. Uh, Smart Lipo is using the laser, um, and basically with that you're using the laser energy to break up the fat cells, but you're still suctioning it out like you do traditionally. And then, of course, um, the non-liposuction treatments, cool sculpting, true sculpting, and thermi, um, all of these are ways to either cool or heat the skin and get rid of the fat in a non-surgical and non-invasive way. Um, 
the advantages of liposuction, the incisions are small, the downtime is limited, most people are back to non-physical jobs in three to five days, and most people are back to exercise within two weeks. Um, the considerations, obviously, uh, afterwards is there's going to be some swelling, and that may take up to several months to completely resolve, but most people have a pretty nice result by six weeks, but again, there may be some continued remodeling and improvement for up to six months. Um, usually we say kind of start out with a very low level of exercise for the first two weeks so that we don't increase the bleeding and bruising. Almost everybody's going to have some numbness temporarily that will resolve over a period of weeks to months. And certainly if somebody gains an awful lot of weight, you can certainly have a recurrence of some of the fat. Um, the thing that we find sometimes is that the area that we treated has fewer fat cells to respond to that weight gain, so oftentimes what you're seeing is fat accumulating in places that it didn't used to, um, just because with the extra weight gain, the fat cells in another area now are kind of uh, plumping up with the weight gain. Um, an example here of treating the abdomen. I think the thing that this young lady uh, has going for her is a very nice skin tone. Uh, you can see she doesn't have any loose skin, and when you remove the fat, you can see you get a nice contour um, with uh, no sagging or wrinkling. Um, again, another young man, uh, abdomen and the love handle area. Again, no sagging or wrinkling. He's got great skin tone, and you can see it improves the contour. Again, uh, abdomen and a little bit of the bra fat uh, certainly uh, made a nice difference in contour. And again, you can see these isolated fatty areas do very well with liposuction. Uh, with this, there is obviously some shaping done here at the hip rolls as well. On the arms, again, I think there's definitely improvement. But if you look, even in somebody with relatively good skin tone, there still is a little bit of laxity you know, in the arm. And unfortunately, um, that's one of the trade-offs when you take fat out of an area where there's um, already a little bit of loose skin. Um, this little axillary area, in some cases, responds well to lipo. But in other cases, if there's actually some dense breast tissue, sometimes a little excision is needed to remove the, the glandular tissue as well. Um, the area on the back, uh, kind of a classic place. And of course, the lateral thighs or saddlebags uh, are very common areas for liposuction. And as you can see, the liposuction didn't help the, the cellulite, but it definitely helped to reduce the fullness here in that lateral thigh. Again, removing some of the excess fat in the hip roll area. I think you can see how it helps to reduce some of that fullness, gives a nice curve. And this is kind of uh, the upper back and the hip rolls, again, giving a nice contour. Now, these areas are also very nicely treated by some of our non-invasive methods, which we'll talk to you about in just a couple minutes. Um, the um, back area is very dense and fibrous, and sometimes uh, the, the non-invasive methods uh, can actually give 
results that are, are very similar or even sometimes uh, maybe because they're less invasive, maybe a little less painful for sure. But I think you can see how it's basically a shaping and a contouring type of procedure. Uh, as we've emphasized, as you can see, most of these folks are in relatively good shape. Um, you know, not everybody's going to be a supermodel before or after, but I think certainly um, we're not proposing this to be a substitute for good health habits and watching the diet and doing the exercise. And you can see lots of different combinations, uh, the hip rolls and the saddlebags here. This is the hip roll and waist area here. You can see how this has been contoured nicely. And other places that you don't think about a lot, but that inner knee. A lot of times people have a little bit of fullness on that inner part of the knee that really bothers them. And you can see here how that's been improved. And ankles and calves, um, again, that's not something that everybody thinks of, but sometimes you can create a much more shapely calf and ankle uh, by just removing a little bit of fat. Again, you kind of have to take each of these on a case-by-case -case basis because some people um, have just very muscular calves and really no fat, and so obviously that wouldn't be a good candidate. But if it's some fatty tissue, uh, oftentimes you can do some really nice contouring. Of course, this is kind of showing the thigh area. And the banana roll is kind of that little area right under the buttock. You have to be a little careful if you get too aggressive with it. It sometimes can create a little bit of excess skin, so you kind of have to be a little conservative there. But I think you can see those are reduced a little bit. But again, you don't want to get too aggressive because sometimes you can actually let the buttock kind of fall if you're not careful. And the submental area, you know, especially again if somebody's young and got good uh, skin tone, but if you take somebody that's already got a lot of loose skin and suction that, you've actually probably made them look worse. So you kind of have to really keep into account who you're working with in terms of skin tone and, and how much snapback you think you're going to have. I think you can see, obviously, these young ladies are, are pretty young and, and have good tone. And again, both men and women really do enjoy what that can do to the neck area. That's all that was done here is just some liposuction, but you can see it really helps to define his jawline a little bit. And because he is young and has good skin tone, um, the neck actually uh, contoured back nicely. Sometimes if the chin is a little deficient, adding a chin implant along with liposuction in the neck area will make a nice difference. And you can see that gave her a little bit better contour. And with gynecomastia, again, I'd like to just qualify. Most of the time, we're still going to need a small incision that kind of encircles the nipple area from about 6 to 9 o'clock to remove a little core of breast tissue because lipo alone oftentimes will still leave kind of a, a lump or a core underneath that still is bothersome. But certainly liposuction can go a long way toward helping to improve the contour. Um, moving on, smart lipo, we do that in the office. Um, again, the downtime is very similar to regular lipo because in, in fact you're actually 
doing roughly the same thing. It's just you're using a laser to break up the fat, but then you go in with a regular catheter and remove it just like you do with regular lipo. Uh, we do it in the office under uh, local anesthetic. Um, again, for people that don't have a pretty reasonable pain tolerance, it's certainly not for everyone because to numb that area with local definitely has some temporary discomfort. And because it's done under local anesthetic, there are some limitations as to how much we can do in a given time because certainly, um, you know, you can't do multiple body parts and treat everything all at once because you can't do enough local without getting into toxic levels. So oftentimes we confine ourselves to a, a single area when we do this kind of a procedure in the office. Um, kind of the same risks and limitations. You know, again, it's really basically the same thing as liposuction. It's just done with a different device. And again, um, I don't know that I could tell you if we scrambled these photos, which photos were done with smart lipo or which were done with uh, routine liposuction. But, you know, this was buttocks and the hip area and the back. Again, certainly um, this young lady had a lot of excess skin and certainly you're not going to get rid of all of that with any of the liposuction techniques but you can see it definitely helped to reduce the, the hip roll area. This was the abdomen. Um, cool sculpting is uh, the first and only FDA cleared technology to reduce fat using cold and basically what happens is the cold or cryolipolysis will actually freeze and kill the adipose site or the fat cell. It creates a, a situation they call apoptosis where it's kind of programmed cell death. And what happens is those cells die and then the white cells come in and clear it and it is cleared through the waste in our uh, bodies after a few days. Um, you apply an external applicator to the area of concern, it creates a little vacuum and it kind of pulls that skin and fat up into this little device where there's cooling on either side. It drops that temperature down to about 4 degrees centigrade and holds it there for about an hour. Um, once those uh, cells are killed, they're metabolized and naturally eliminated. Um, it's been used on planks, abdomen, bra fat, um, thighs. Uh, its biggest limitation is being able to get the device on a particular area. So at this point they don't have an applicator for example that would work under the chin uh, and that's where we'll talk about some of the other non-invasive options. Um, its big advantage is that there's no anesthetic. Um, you lay there and while you're being treated you can sit there and read or listen to music or sleep or whatever you want to do. It takes an hour per spot. Um, you could literally leave and go to the gym. Uh, the area treated, you know, sometimes there's a little bit of bruising because of the suction of the device. Um, but honestly, I don't know that I would tell you you could go back to do about anything you wanted. Uh, the area treated is going to be a little bit numb for a few days. Uh, some people have a little bit of discomfort, but I would say most people really find it may be a little tender, but um, it's not one that really slows you down much. Um, most people benefit by two treatments 30 days apart. Um, and the final results are usually seen somewhere two to four months later. As I mentioned before, there's some temporary redness, um, minimal discomfort, and sometimes temporary localized bruising. So I wouldn't do this right before a big beach vacation 
at least have a couple weeks of uh, time between the treatment and the vacation if I was going to be trying to bear the area if I was worried about sporting a bruise. Um, again, just like any liposuction, you know, certainly uh, if there's a lot of weight gain, we can certainly have recurrence of the fat, but typically it's not so much the fat that we froze, it's fat in other areas of the body. Uh, this is an abdomen treated by cool sculpting. Another one. And again, I think as I said before, if we mix up all these slides, I don't know that I could tell you which device did what. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I think they're all very effective at removing fat. Uh, again, that bra fat area, that's pretty difficult even sometimes with routine liposuction because that tissue is very fibrous and dense. That's kind of hard to orient here. This to your left of the screen would be the front of the patient, the right of the screen is the back, and you can see this little area under the bra that is no longer here in the post-op photo. Um, again, love handles and abdomen. And then moving on, TrueSculpt is using radio frequency, so where we went from cold or with cool sculpting, we're using heat with true sculpting. And it will reduce and help to firm and smooth the problem areas over time. Uh, this energy is delivered uniformly to that deep sub-Q fatty layer and it kind of helps to break down those targeted fat cells which again are broken down and disposed in about a three-month period. Um, the thing that's nice about TrueSculpt because it does have a little handpiece that can go in a lot of areas, you can treat under a chin or you know, a back of an arm or places that sometimes you just can't get the cool sculpting to actually fit. Um, it will kind of help reduce the appearance of cellulite, but again, there are some other treatments uh, for that as well. Uh, we recommend a minimum of three treatments spaced about 30 days apart. Uh, results are usually seen as early as four weeks after the first treatment, but typically the, the best results are, you know, three to six months later. Uh, at this point, uh, let's open it to questions, and of course the question always comes up with cost, and again, it depends a little bit on, you know, what areas we're treating and what technology. Um, with liposuction, uh, typically um, the surgeon's fee uh, never exceeds $4,500. Uh, almost any case, but the facility and anesthesia fees are based on time. Uh, cool sculpting is uh, based on what they call cycles or when you apply the device. And so if a person is doing, I think, up to four cycles, I think it's like $750 per cycle. But if people are doing more than that, um, there's some price breaks as um, they do more. So uh, again, that gets down to around $600 per cycle uh, for more. And the true sculpting is priced very similarly to the cool sculpting. We kind of wanted to make those as interchangeable as possible because for a lot of people, uh, cool sculpt may work really well on one body part, but maybe wouldn't work well on another. And that's where you know you might want to use a combination. So uh, that's kind of how those are done. Um, question was asked about downtime, and I would say with the non-invasive techniques, if you wanted to get in the bathtub or go swimming or be in the water, I would have no problem with you leaving the office and going to do those things. With uh, 
liposuction where we've made incisions, I would say we'd want those incisions to be really well healed before you did things of that nature. Um, with liposuction where we've actually penetrated the surface with uh, an incision, I would say we want two weeks before you're back to anything cardio, uh, but at that point pretty much whatever you felt comfortable doing. With the non-invasive procedures, I would say let your comfort be your guide. I really wouldn't put any big limitations on you with that. And I think that is about it for questions. If you guys have any other questions that come up, uh, please feel free to email them to us at drturkel at turkelmd.com. Uh, I hope you have a great night and are starting to enjoy some of this spring weather that we're starting to see. Take care. <laughs>